Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, we were in a workshop recently together, and you brought up a term that just had everyone kind of (laughs) sit up really straight in their seats and go, oh, that's been me. And that was about entrepreneurial hostage taking. So can you explain your context behind that? Because it's a fun circumstance that set this up. I'm going to tell two stories here. So the purpose of a strategic coach, first of all, a strategic coach is only for entrepreneurs who are talented, successful, and ambitious already. So it's not a place to begin your entrepreneurial career. It's actually that you have become very successful and you've kind of almost reached the ceiling of your previous best goals. And now you'd like to take a big, big jump with the knowledge you have, but almost with the energy and freshness and motivation that you had when you first started as an entrepreneur. And that's what we're about. And we've been just for that for 30 years. We're in our 31st year. And that's what we do. And the most important thing is that these individuals, that what they're looking for now is an ever expansion of four freedoms. And this would be both in their business life and their personal life, but greater freedom of their time, greater freedom of their money, the quality of the money, the quantity of the money, freedom of relationship, both inside and outside their business, and freedom of purpose. You know, what's all this about? What does this do? And they have the money. They're already in like close to the top 1% of income earners before they can even qualify for a strategic coach. So they've come in, they know how to make money. The money isn't the problem, is that they've gotten themselves trapped. And I said, it's like a lot of you have been taken hostage. You're trapped by a hostage taker, (laughs) okay? And that was the term and everybody said, oh, that's so true. And I said, you know, and each of you has different things that when you look at a sense of frustration or a sense, you know, of, of almost being angry that basically it would be the same that someone had someone or something has taken you hostage. But the reason I brought up that word is I just had the benefit of being introduced to someone who has signed up for strategic coach during 2019. His name is Chris Voss. He's written a marvelous book, Never Split the Difference. And he is a coach member in Los Angeles. His son is also in the program. And he was a guest at Joe Polish's really, really marvelous big conference every November called Genius Network. And Chris is a veteran, I think probably a 30-year veteran of the FBI, where he was a chief negotiator in hostage-taking situations. And I highly recommend his book. Brilliant. Never Split the Difference. But anyway, he just showed the whole psychology, the whole approach, the whole communication approach, the whole process that he would set up to stack the odds in his favor that eventually the hostage would be freed from the hostage taker without violence being needed. And he has just developed an amazingly interesting, totally counterintuitive kind of communication approach to this. So much so that Chris and I have agreed to actually combine our understanding of creating free zones where you're free from competition with the concept of freeing yourself from hostage situations, but we'll identify what entrepreneurs want to get free of as that they're held hostage. It's really very, very exciting. 
It's just one of those terms that is so vivid, your mind immediately goes to movies, to books, to mm-hmm. real-life situations. But it's very, very easy to say, you know, I've had this problem, I've had this problem, I haven't made a decision. You know, I know I have to stop being here, but I haven't made a decision. I said, well, that must be how a hostage feels when someone else has complete power over them. So I think Chris has a whole logic of how you unhostage yourself. <laughs> So, Dan, what are some examples of things that entrepreneurs feel hostage to? And I know it can be both people and things, but what are some examples that people can relate to? Yeah, well, I would say right off the bat, and this probably applies to almost all entrepreneurs, Shannon, is being hostage to price-cutting competition in the marketplace for your product and service. In other words, that every year you go along, it's almost like the profitability of your product is being taken down and the amount of competition or regulation or complexity to actually Mm -hmm. do your business keeps going up and you feel hostage and you say, if it's this way, what's it gonna be like five years from now? And you've been trained to do this, you're very good at it, you've been very successful. It was far more profitable, you know, a short time ago, but now it's getting unprofitable and you feel there's forces conspiring against you, but you don't really know what they are. And you had projected in your own mind a constant increase in success and increase of, you know, of profitability and productivity, and now you're not experiencing it and you feel totally trapped. You know, one of the big things we do very, very early is just show people how to escape from price cutting. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything that you would ever learn at business school. It's not anything that you would ever learn at an industry meeting. It's completely shifting the emphasis away from you and your conditions and saying, yeah, but who do you really want to be a hero to? I mean, you got into this industry, but they're not sticking with you. They're not buying with you because of the product or service. Or if they are, you know, they're just part of the price cutting, then you really don't want to be a hero to people who want to pay you less for your best efforts and for your best product and service. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's kind of a hostage taking just from the customer standpoint. But what you want to do is get your attention on how do I create value for my customer? We call it DOS, dangers, opportunities, strengths. What are the dangers, opportunities of strengths that my best clients are facing right now that through talking to them, through problem solving with them, through helping them make changes, they can actually eliminate the dangers, capture the opportunities, and maximize their strengths. So what that does is it suddenly shifts the context, and you realize, I'm not held hostage by this particular product. Or so I can change product, I can change service, I can even change careers, I can change marketplaces. But you don't see that as long as it's about you and the competition and the price, and you're just trapped. But the moment you shift the context, you say, oh, Oh, wow. You know, and then there's lots of other people who also want to create value for the same, I call it a hero target. Mm -hmm. You have the same hero target. And then you say, hey, I can collaborate with them and we'll start doing things that nobody has ever done before. And then you become innovative. So that's a prime example. But the other thing, you know, I mean, these are very frequent complaints. I just can't find good people to hire anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're held hostage. You know, I could really grow if I had good people, but I can't find good people. So I'll say to them, well, let me ask you a question. What if this is true? 
that there's actually great people out there, but they're not looking for you because <laughs> you're not someone yet who great people would look for because every time they look at you, you don't have any excitement. You have a lot of worry. Well, I have to tell you, there's many things that great people are looking for, but a worried, harassed entrepreneur isn't one of them. And it's always a mind shift. See, in hostage-taking situations, actually, it's a very fine line that a superb expert like Chris Voss has to take because there's the possibility of violence, there's a possibility of death, even for the hostage taker, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, if it comes personal. I mean, usually it's not face-to-face. -face. And the other thing is that there's forces on the hostage negotiator's own side that would like to kill the hostage taker. The negotiator? So, you know, the hostage taker can either negotiate and free, or there's a team that's, mm -hmm. the team that comes in to end it doesn't ask questions. They just deliver answers <laughs> called SWAT team. So the whole point about this is that entrepreneurism, if you're really leading a really great entrepreneurial life, you're identifying how you have allowed yourself to be taken hostage by situations in your life. I had a client several years ago. I worked from quarter to quarter with him, and it was clear to me that very easily, if he just made certain decisions, that he could probably jump his revenues by 20, 25% within the next five years. But he wasn't doing it. And one quarter would go by, and I said, you know, your thinking was really, really clear, and it just seemed to me that it was about three quick steps and all the conditions were in place for you to do this. And he said, yeah, but he said, if I went 25%, I'd have to divide that 25% in a divorce court. And I don't want to increase my success by 25 times and then give 12.5 times mm. it away. So it was held hostage by a divorce situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I said, well, before the three steps that you talked about then, there's a first step that comes before them. And he says, yeah, but he says, it's really, really tough. And I said, oh, you're looking for the easy way to end a marriage. Oh, oh, why didn't you tell me? You were looking for the simple, painless way of ending a, a marriage that you've had for 20 years. I said, oh, why didn't you tell me? Oh, here, I've got one right here. There's, you know, <laughs> you know, I said, you've already divorced her. Mm -hmm. And I says, but you're trying to have no suffering on anyone's part. I said, that's not possible. It's not possible. But there is long suffering and quick suffering. Mm -hmm. And which would you rather have, long suffering or short suffering? And you know, there weren't children at home or anything like this. They hadn't been friends for a long time. They weren't supportive of each other for a long time. But he was holding his own personal progress and actually her personal progress but it was just frozen, and I said, I really supported you, but I want to tell you that there's not going to be any more coaching for my part until you make a decision and take action here. Uh -huh. And within about two weeks, he initiated it, and it was painful, but it was painful for both of them, extremely painful, and she was as taken hostage by the situation as he was. So lots of times, 
being held hostage is because your brain is frozen, mm. your emotions are frozen, and it's because you've locked yourself that there's only one future that can happen here, there's no other future. And the moment in coaching, as we show you immediately within 15 minutes, you can come up with an alternative future. You can come up with five alternative futures. And the moment you have, yeah, yeah, this is bad, but I could do this, I could do this. And then you get that flexibility that made you a good entrepreneur in the first place. It comes back to you and then you start making decisions. It's all about tough decisions and committing yourself to things that scare you, but knowing that the capability will come about. So it's a really interesting, but I'm so fascinated with this hostage taking because there's cash flow hostage taking, there's partners hostage taking, there's industries with regulations that take you hostages, there's the market that you're in, you know that it's gonna be worse five years from now, mm -hmm. hostage taking. And we have, you know, in the United States and we have clients from around the world and they're in a geographic area where their best skills and talents in the world isn't gonna produce a great result simply because of the market that they're being an entrepreneur in. Mm -hmm. And we have lots of immigrants in the program who have made a shift from halfway around the world. They said, with my dreams and my talents and my skills, it wasn't gonna happen there, so I had to move someplace else. So these are all kinds of hostage-taking situations. But I have to tell you, one thing that the entrepreneur, when they feel like they're held hostage, that they're a co-conspirator with the hostage. In other words, they've agreed to something, and so they've actually set up the conditions. And they have to take full responsibility that they're the ones who set up the hostage-taking situation where they feel like the victim. Is that like a Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, it's even worse than a Stockholm situation. You know, those who don't know the term, it was a hostage taking that took place in Stockholm, Sweden, decades ago. What happened is that the victims began empathizing with the people who were holding their life at risk, and they were more helpful and sympathetic to the hostage takers than they were to the police they'd taken. And it was just that human beings form relationships and even a bad relationship, they'll form relationships with bad people. But the whole point is there's part of you that's you're favoring the least capable part of you over the most capable part of you. So you as a great problem solver, you as a great innovator, you're actually disliking that person and kind of freezing him. And another part of you is sympathizing with the situation, the hostage-taking situation, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just a weird thing that happens, and I've had it happen throughout my life. And the only thing I would say is that I've gotten a lot better of recognizing it almost within the first 24 hours when it happens, but I just get stuck and I said, okay, how am I freezing myself here. So I, I say, I know it's me. <laughs> it's some part of me that's causing this problem, what part, rather than blaming it to externals. And I think that in every time when you move responsibility inside in a situation like this, I'm the only one that can really give the go-ahead to solve this problem, then immediately you get through it very, very quickly. But as long as you attributed it to an outside condition over which you have no control. It's endless. You can't get out of it. So then you're a true victim. Yeah, you're a victim, but you're also the perpetrator. <laughs> it's your own thinking that turned you into a victim. Mm, fascinating. Or said it was okay to feel like a victim. Right, you know? yeah. right. So, Dan, you've talked about, in terms of taking action, 
Number one is to take responsibility mm-hmm. for how you're thinking about something, the point where mm-hmm. you've got yourself in a jam. Yeah, we've met the enemy and it's me. <laughs> okay. What next? What next do you do in your thinking process to unfreeze yourself? Well, the biggest thing I do is I give a clear goal of what it looks like when I'm completely free of it with mm-hmm. numbers and with deadlines. Because our brain gets fully functional again when you give it real measurements of change, you know, and that's why I'm a total, you know, I insist that there's no goal that doesn't have a number to measure it or it has an event, a clear-cut event to measure it, and there's a deadline. And I know that the brain only takes seriously thoughts that have measurable goals attached to them where there's an improvement in the future. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, you'll be able to measure the improvement. So that's what I do. So first of all, I'm the one that has to solve this, and I'm committed to do so even though I don't have evidence yet that it'll work. But when it does work, it looks like this, and I'm completely free from this situation. And you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they've grown their own lives upwards simply by constantly confronting and getting themselves out of their, to a certain extent, their own self-created hostage taking. <laughs> and do you also tap into other people's strengths and oh, talents? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But until you make the commitment that you're the one responsible, you don't have access to any resources. Mm-hmm. You know, Nobody can help you because you haven't given the go-ahead that you're committed to a solution. Mm, I love every second of this. This is great. Well, huge shout out and thanks to Chris for- Have ins- you ever been in a situation like that? Oh, gee, never damn. <laughs> Well, actually, I kind of started to jump up and down because I'm like, okay, there's one situation right now that I'm feeling a little stuck. And, you know, we also talk about when people are feeling confused, they get isolated mm-hmm. and they feel powerless. Yep. But that whole deciding to take responsibility and then set a goal and immediately the goal popped into my head. And now I'm like, okay, now I know how to get mm-hmm. out of this situation. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is we can hold ourselves hostage for a really short period of time or for a long time oh, yeah. until we actually take that step of taking responsibility and setting that goal. So that's very, very useful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that thought. Mm -hmm. So just to wrap up, a huge shout out and thanks to Chris Voss because I cannot recommend this book highly enough. The first five negotiations I did using Mm -hmm. his communication and thinking process worked and I'm looking forward to my next five because it's kind of spectacular. But really, Dan, drilling down into how entrepreneurs get themselves into hostage situations of their own making, I think is a really interesting way to look at it. And the coach program is, you know, how you can free up your thinking and make those commitment, make those decisions Mm -hmm. that otherwise are challenging in an awesome community of other risk takers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot. You know, one of the hostage taking situations that I got myself out of that I had a lot of great workshop ideas that people said, oh, you should write a book about this. And this is in the days before we had technology like podcasts and you know very, very fast videos and everything like that. But you've been one of the great problem solvers for me because I realized that my main way of communicating is simply being asked questions and then having them recorded, either sent out in audio form or in video form or in book form. So you've been there. Every time I decided that I would no longer be taken hostage, you were there to <laughs> be a capability that I could use. So thanks a lot, Shannon. Oh, well, thank and by the way, our podcast manager, who's a fanatic for 
measurement of the impact of our podcast, Gord Vickman alerted us that Inside Strategic Coach is in the top 2% of all podcasts in the world, and there are close to 800,000 podcast series, and this particular series is in the top 2%. And we were also listed on iTunes as one of the top 100 business and marketing podcast series. So it's been a great collaboration. And thank you very much. Well, thank you, Dan. I love every second of it. Thank you. <laughs>